we're going to be reading a few passages, and I hope that I don't wind up going very long with this, but um, God's will be done. These are the verses that he chose, not me. Um, it'll be Ephesians 4, verses 11 through 21, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 17, and then Colossians uh, chapter 2, verses 6 through 10, I believe. So we'll just dive right into Ephesians chapter 4. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, <clears throat> till we all come in unity of the faith, and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart, who, being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness. But ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. And now over to Colossians 3. 1 through 17. If ye then, being risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, <clears throat> where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affection on things above, not on things of earth, not on things on the earth, excuse me. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. But now ye also put off all these, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. 
If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And Colossians 2, starting at verse 6. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. You know, I think I came to these verses today because um, I sat up and had a long, probably two hour long discussion with my son last night. And we were talking about what was right and wrong. And he, as I've, <clears throat> excuse me, my voice is horrible this morning. Um, I've made mention before that he's had a horrible time um, struggling with music and um, the the kind of music that he wants so badly to be okay because I guess you know, he's just used to it. But um, anyway, we were we were talking and um, I just remember saying to him something about you know it's not <clears throat> it's not about um, you know separating things. Um, which is, I mean to say, like, you can't say that you have life, you know, work, your job, um, and then you have church stuff over here. Um, I know I used to do it, and I guess everybody does when they first, you know, come into the walk or come into the faith, where you go to church on Sundays. Um, sometimes you might go Sunday nights, and sometimes you might even go on Wednesday nights. Um but it's not about separating it. I know the verse kept coming to me this morning. I didn't include it, but um, the verse kept coming to me this morning about worshiping him in spirit and in truth. He is a spirit, and we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. I think that what these verses are talking about is just bringing everything together. Um, you know, it talks about that we're all parts of one body. Um, one body that does one job, even though each part has its own separate job to do. Um, but we, we just can't separate our spiritual life, our faith in Christ. We can't separate that from our job. We can't separate that from cooking supper tonight. We can't separate that from doing the laundry or talking to our kids or running out to get in the mail and, and running to your neighbor. It's everything. We are spiritual beings. In fact, we're ambassadors on this earth. And what is an ambassador? 
um, if you think about an ambassador being in America from another country, um, you know, they they represent that country and they represent the good of that country and, and they're faithful to that country, even though they're not there. They're an ambassador. They bring a portion of that country over here and then represent it. And I think that's what we're supposed to be in this world. And in realizing that, at least for me, I'll, I'll say that. For me, it's helped me to realize that when we think that way, from the time we get up in the morning until the time we lay back down at night, and all the stuff in between, when we get to having that mentality that God's with me, He's in me. He's guiding me. Um, I know the Bible in one place says, um, don't think about what you're going to say at that time. I think they were going to war at the time. But he said, don't think about what you'll say at that time. I'll be a voice in your ear telling you this is the way. Walk in it. And I think that we can claim that for every day. Um, you know, my husband gets so frustrated if he's, you know, late for work or if he doesn't, you know, we don't get to church, you know, at the time that we intended. And I'm always, I'm sure the eyes are rolling from the kids and him too sometimes. But um, I'll say, well, you don't know what God's causing us to miss. We could miss a huge wreck down the road. We could just miss that car that was going to pull out in front of us. We can take a lot of the things that we see as hindrances and frustrations and stuff through the day and turn those into praises to our God for the things that we might not even realize. <clears throat> um, because we do see through a glass darkly right now. We're, we're in this flesh. We're in this body. Um, but the more we surrender this body and everything that we do to Him, I think that it comes to a fullness where that we can see more and understand more and be able to um, really hash out what we're supposed to be doing. Because I know for, for me, um, especially through this ordeal with the van, um, so many times I just thought, God, what are we going to do? We, you know, and just complain, complain, complain is what I did for a couple of days. And I do, I've, I've done that in the past with a lot of things. Um, you know, when my kids just don't get it. And you think, how many more times am I going to, to explain this in plain English before they get it? But that's just the thing. Um, now, with my children, I have a 17-year-old and one that will be 23 next month. When they get to a certain age, I think we have to start um, dealing with them like adults. But... I'll completely get on a whole other thing if I start talking about that. I'm just sufficing it to say that everything that we do, we have to think about it in relation to our spiritual space, our spiritual um, place in this world. And I think that by doing that, it will really help us if we can take captive every thought every thought to the obedience of Christ. I think that that will will help us because he is our strength. He is our strong tower. He is our shield, our buckler. Um, he is the lifter up of our head. He is everything to us.